0: this is the
1: civilized barking podcast with zach jackson hey everybody happy weekend and welcome to the pre-nfl combine edition of civilized barking zach jackson flying solo gonna get to some of your questions gonna get to some of the topics um it's really going to roll through some things. It's been a few weeks, been a quiet time, and that quiet time is about to end. So, um, you know, the Browns did make the, the special teams coach switch. We'll talk to that. But uh, I'm headed out to the combine. So if you guys are headed somewhere, or you're just getting to this on Monday or Tuesday, going to the office, going to the gym, um, things really get rolling Tuesday and Wednesday at the combine. I don't think it's until next Thursday that you actually see the events on your TV. Uh, but NFL Network saturates with that. Um, all the press conferences, and Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski are doing them, regardless of what they actually say. Um, that, that starts on Tuesday or Wednesday. It'll be all over your Twitter feed, as, as usual. will be all over it here on The Athletics. So um, last year the Browns went to the Combine not knowing what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson, um, not knowing what was going to happen with their receiving core you know not knowing what was i think they had they knew they were probably going to move on from Jarvis Landry uh, from JC Treader from Austin Hooper but it was a different time now the browns don't have a first round pick for two more years they have a quarterback they need to play better he carries a 55 million dollar salary cap number that probably needs to be reduced um, that's part of it but you know everything's straight in line and and look nobody's running from the enormity of this offseason um, you know the Browns have gone backwards for two years. There's no other way to say it. And things aren't bleak like they've been. And they made the Watson trade saying they finally will have a quarterback and finally give themselves a chance. Um, we'll see. You know, I, I think it's fair and perfectly reasonable to expect a big leap from Watson. I think it's fair and perfectly reasonable to think that new defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz can clean some things up and get better results, force some more, t- more turnovers, and the Browns can be in a mix. Um to me, right now, they're not close to being an AFC contender, but they don't need to be in February. They don't need to be in September. In November and December, that's a different story, and that's what March is for as they go about trying to create some money here um, to go fix that defense, to be in the trade market, to be in the free agent market, right? Um, they ditched Mike Prefer because he wasn't doing enough, good enough job, and they felt like they could get an upgrade in Bubba Ventrone. You may remember him as Ray Ventrone, special teams player from 09 to '12, I believe, With the Browns, Um, he's been in coaching since the day his playing career ended, last five years as the special teams coach with the Colts, where he produced pretty good results, and now he's the special teams coordinator and assistant head coach with the Browns. And I see your tweets that say he'll be the interim coach of the Browns. Probably not, but I know where you're coming from. Um, Look, Kevin Stefanski knows what's at stake here guys that's why he made this move and I think the urgency is going to reflect in in what the Browns do here on the personnel front over the next three four weeks and then and then on down the road Um, you know and I know the reasons that he would be uh, on the hot seat and and it's results based right Um, it's that the team has clearly regressed from You know, obviously what happened in 2020 in the pandemic year and then the way they started out 2021 and it was like, hey, this they're really building something here. They're really in the mix. And it's gone backwards ever since. And it's been backwards in multiple areas. And, you know, I think the team has good players, a few great ones. I don't think anybody is sitting here saying it's a loaded roster like a lot of people were saying a year ago. You know, I think anybody sits and says Deshaun Watson is talented. And Deshaun Watson had a lot working against him last year, and his situation um, really hurt the Browns in multiple ways, as the run defense being so awful really hurt the Browns in multiple ways. And you can expect improvement there. You know, how good does Deshaun Watson need to be? I don't know that anybody can answer that or quantify it, Um, you know, in any detail right now. He certainly needs to be better. Um, You know, there's not – really much historical precedent there's not one advanced stat or one area you can look at here because of all the moving parts but the browns have to take their offense and um, find his sweet spot get him some more speed at receiver not forget that Nick Chubb is still a beast and um, get in a groove you know they have on defense they flat out need personnel on the front seven but they need to maximize what they got they need miles garrett to be a team player. And to be a dominant force um the kind of guy who can be the closer all the time and on occasion win you a game with a strip sack with a big play he has that kind of talent he's very much in the prime of his career and we'll see um they want Ethan Pochuk back I know you know how much money can they spend on the offensive line and how much is Ethan Pochuk going to demand after he made like 1.2 million last year well probably a lot so I I don't know how simple that will be um John Johnson's cap number is over $12 million. His money is guaranteed. So the Browns either get him to take a reduction, which he has no reason to do, or they use the post-June 1 designation and they cut him, and then they have a need at free safety, and then they spread that out over the years. So, again, you know, Miles could restructure his deal. Deshaun Watson could easily restructure his deal. Uh, probably has to, f- to come down from $55 million, right? Um, kick the can down the road. But the Browns have been willing to do that. And, look, the cap went up. The Browns knew it. It's going up next year. Um, So when you push that forward, there's a strategy involved there, and it's not necessarily a bad one. Is there risk in doing it? Yes. But, you know, really going back all the years of this administration, they've used avoidable years. They've used paying people a million base in the first year and it going up from there because they know the cap will continue to rise. Now, did they expect to have more sure things? Yes. Did they expect to have more? Out of their draft classes, do they need that? Yes. Um, I'm not writing off JOK, Greg Newsom, right? Even Grant Delpit. Maybe contract year Grant Delpit will be the best version of Grant Delpit. But, um, you know, as far as Stefanski in the hot seat, like, guys, I would have me myself, and I'm not afraid to say this, um as i sit here and talking to the microphone that was maybe not the right word. but i have if i'm a browns fan if i'm you guys listening i have way more concerns about these guys running another offseason than i do about kevin Stefanski coaching my team so it's not to say that anybody's perfect that's not to say that anybody says that it's easy um or that anybody knows, you know how close the Browns are to the Kansas City Chiefs, to the Cincinnati Bengals, to the to the very best teams to, to winning the division and playing a playoff game at home, and all those things they want to be in two years ago. That we all all those things we thought they would be, right? But it needs improvement, and it has to start with a really good offseason. Because if they don't get some animals on that defensive line, um, some guys that swallow up blocks and cause havoc and free up Miles Garrett and the safeties and linebackers to run free. You know, they're in big trouble. And to really unleash Watson, you know, you need a healthy Amari Cooper and a reliable Amari Cooper, and I think they think they're going to get that. All right, but, but they need pop in that receiving core. Peoples Jones had a great year, and this is not even talk about him. He, he is a contested catch, big body, wide receiver. They don't have guys that run by people. You know, they've put in the little guys for the quick misdirection stuff, but they need somebody that's flat-out scary with the speed. And with the quick switch stuff, not only for the occasional bubble screen and end around, but like when was when Watson breaks off, you know, breaks out of the pocket and is improvising, you know, they really like David Njoku's fit, obviously, with with Watson. And, you know, not only just dumping him the ball and letting him work, but thinking he runs his route. It's not there or he's not there. Now he breaks off and, and he's bigger and faster than a lot of the linebackers covering him. You know They want the receiver version of that who can just give headaches. And occasionally Deshaun can just float it out there and go get it. So whether that's via trade, Hollywood Brown, um, a weak free agent class, Paris Campbell, Nicole Hardman, you know, or the draft, um, we will see. They need at least two starters on the defensive line. Uh, Alex Wright probably not ready to start. I don't know. We'll see. You know, is Jordan Elliott a starting quality defensive tackle? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, Taven Bryan probably won't be back. Is Perriam Winfrey going to be on the team? I don't know. I don't think the Browns know. Um, We'll see. So uh, the player acquisition's been really bad, and the player development's been really bad too. And so Jim Schwartz and Bubba Ventrone, um, mostly Schwartz, has his work cut out for him there. And, you know, they've paid this offensive line even before – Poshik gets his they've paid this offensive line to be a dominant group and in 2020 it was Um, it hasn't been a dominant group they need a healthy Wyatt Teller they need a healthy Jack Conklin who they reinvested in you know they need these guys and I do I do believe the offensive line as far as the timing with Watson and how he wants to play and the things are asked to do look Bill Bill Callahan can teach any system Um, I just thought in general and this is probably why Prefer and Woods both got fired like for as much of a mess as the organization has always been and as much of a mess as the offense was with all the turmoil and uncertainty of last year the continuity of having a third year with the roster with the position coaches with all that's supposed to show up and it didn't the browns were not a good team last year right and so you know in their evaluations here and and I can see it one way and you can see it the other and we'll see but it's more important that the coaches and the guys in charge get on the same page with this. They have to have really ev- honest evaluations of of what they have. You know, not only in how to maximize it but you know, say you only get two big expenditures here, where do you really need it the most, you know? What's that guys makeup that comes in? This this locker room needs leadership. <laughs> this defensive group especially needs less me guys and it needs Alphas, guys that are here to win and lay it on the line and portray that message that Jim Schwartz is sending out. Um, you know, Clowney's season ended and it just embodied what the Browns were and weren't, right? Um, and it's just, it's a shame, you know. So um, I, I just was actually chuckling this week. <laughs> like, you guys care about who the darn special teams coach is. That doesn't happen in every city. I want you guys. I want to cover a normal football team, but I want you guys to have a winner. I want you guys to be excited about the Browns and be proud of the Browns and have a home playoff game and go into drafts and free agency thinking that you're going to get good players, right, and not just thinking that the front office thinks it's smarter than everybody or is reinventing. These guys aren't reinventing shit, right? We'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live, customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game-changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events?
1: Again, Combine, uh, six days or so in Indy. Um, you know, for the decision makers, you interview the prospects, you get the legit information, medical, athletic testing in most cases, interview up close, form, informal, formal, um, use that information to spin it forward. Then they come home on March 6th or 7th, and on March 13th, the player negotiation period begins. So if you think back to last year, you know, the Browns left the Combine knowing um, that they were going to have a chance at Amari Cooper. And they ended up getting him two days before the player movement period really started. Right. Um, I think what a lot of people forget is, you know, Taven Bryan and Jakeem Grant were signed before the Watson thing. That obviously took control. You know, Bryant is not under contract, probably won't be back. I don't know where Jakeem Grant is health wise. I can't imagine the Browns bring him back. Maybe they redo the deal and give him a shot. I don't know. We'll see. Um, we will see, you know, how all that goes. I, I, You know, there could always be a surprise cutter trade because this, that's this league. But, you know, the Browns spent so much money locking guys up last year. They don't have a bunch of free agents. Like, we expect Clowney to not be back. We expect Kareem Hunt to not be back. Grady Williams couldn't even get a helmet for a game last year. Like, we expect him to not be back. Ronnie Harrison picking up 15-yard penalties. We expect him to not be back. So, um, you know, can the Browns get Deron Payne? Can the Browns get DeForest Buckner? Will Khalil Mack become available? Those are all maybes right now. And at the combine, um, it's on Andrew Berry and, and the guys in charge to to do some digging and find that out with their peers, with the agents. Talk numbers, talk scenarios. I mean, we've seen Andrew Berry use um, different devices with the cap to push money forward. We've seen him trade picks. You know, last year they got Cooper for a pick swap um especially in the short term that was a slam dunk it got ahead of the market it did all that so we'll see you know a couple things with the cap cuz they they have little moves they can make to create more space john johnson some sort of move is inevitable there and then do you restructure watson you know you you probably have to um, if you restructure watson and save 15 20 million instantly that's that's a lot of money that's now you're in the game to go get who you want if, if you if the Colts are willing to move on from DeForest Buckner right if if the the commanders will trade to Payne for a second round pick or a third round pick and you know I, I don't know but I'm saying you you're in the game very much as soon as you clear that room um look every contract you sign there's some feeling that it's probably not going to get to the end 75 percent of them don't get to the end there's going to be some dead money there's going to be some snag there's going to be something involved that's doing business you know as i already mentioned you confidently push the money forward because you know the cap is going to rise because you always feel like the roster is going to evolve and your needs are going to evolve and you'll have the flexibility to restructure to redo things if guys work out great and you want to redo them and keep them that's great if the guys don't work out like it it happens you know to every team um you can almost always make sure that the money's not an issue, right? That doesn't mean the Browns can go get seven guys here on $75 million contracts. But if the Browns want to trade for a veteran wide receiver and sign and or trade for a starting defensive lineman, they can do it. You know, If they need to give resources to get a defensive tackle who's going to make the defense better or the defensive end who can move inside on pass downs and, and really – you know, be what they wanted Clowney to be and what Clowney was 50% of the time. You know, they can do it. Um, what are they going to do at linebacker? I don't know. What are they going to do at safety if Johnson has to be cut? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, could you get Hollywood Brown? Could you get, is there going to, is another surprise run on wide receivers? I don't know that, but it's on them to, to figure that out. So uh, we'll see. Um, exciting time. And like I said, the quiet time here is about to end. So, um, I'm off to Indy. I will have the podcast equipment. We will be checking in writing-wise, tweeting uh, on the app and on here as always. So, I just wanted to run down, you know, kind of what I'm watching. The stuff is on the app. Did a mock draft. Um, Look, guys, a heavy amount of BS is involved with a pre combine mock draft for a team that doesn't have a first-round pick. But, do I feel like I have a good gauge on the needs and how the Browns draft? Yeah, I do. So we're throwing out names. We're sparking discussion. We'll see. Um, You know, Do I feel like there's some uncertainty with the veteran market in terms of which teams are going to have to cut guys for money reasons? Um, Yeah, and and the Browns feel that too. But I also think just in in digging over these last few days, there's a strong chance that it's going to be a pretty deep defensive group. And so then ultimately, are the Browns going to make one splash move And then bring in four, like, depth-ish veterans and try to bump their leadership and experience as much as anything else? I think that makes sense. Or are they going to make the splashes? And there are going to be, like, two or three names you know come in with big contracts. And they're just all in on this year and the future be damned. And we already committed to that. There's something to be said for that, too. We'll find out soon. Thanks for listening to Civilized Barking.